everyone and welcome to another episode of the Omer and Tomer podcast. I just need an editor's note. I accidentally edited out in this, so it's gonna sound weird. It's gonna be like, um, hello everyone, and then it's just gonna say episode, it's not gonna say in this. So, I don't know how to re- undo it, I just, I don't know really how to edit, I'm just trying my best, so, thank you. Episode, we're gonna start with the 800 meter race, that, not race, but time trial that time Omer, trial, yeah. Omer did, yeah. So, Omar, tell us what happened and how much, what time you got. I'm gonna tell you the time, you know, last, cause it's gonna keep you listening. <laughs> so the time trial was yesterday. I kind of wo- I woke up at like 5:30. Um, well, I actually woke up at four. <laughs> then kind of went back to sleep, and then I don't know. I didn't get a lot of sleep. I was tired. Um, we went to the track like 7:30. I barely even warm warmed up. I like did a few stretches, like two drills, and we just went. Um, the first lap, I was paced by Jason, our coach. Um, we wanted to do seventy four for the first one, and then seventy six for the second lap. Uh, we is him and Ivan, which is another kid. He's a fast kid. Wait, so what is we? Oh, we we. In you and Jason. Yeah. Wait, but didn't Ivan also do like the seventy four and seventy two? No, I did my time trial first, and then he went after me. Um, so Jason paced me for seventy four the first lap, who came in exactly seventy four. Um, and the goal was to just try to not slow down on from four hundred to six hundred basically. Um, and I was actually really scared of that part because you know everybody talks about how it's gonna hurt from four hundred to six hundred. And actually, it wasn't even that bad. Like, I got to about 550, and I felt fine. Um, and then, like, at 550, you know, I, it really started hurting. And then with, like, 150 to go, um, I think I slowed down a little bit. And everybody just yelled, like, <laughs> like Ivan and the NVD track coach, forgot his name. And um, a few other people that were at the track <laughs> were just watching us. So everybody's like, speed up, speed up, let's go. <laughs> so I kind of like, I don't know, um, sprinted. Uh, my legs just didn't want to move the last 100. It was, yeah, it was painful. And I got 229.20, so barely broke 230, which was the goal. So I was happy with that. Um, Yeah, I hope someday I will break 230. Maybe it's not even going to happen. Um, Yeah, maybe college. Nah, no, no, high school. Maybe. Next may- year. Ne- nah, not next year. Like, right now, three minutes will be really hard for me. Like, maybe I can do 3.15 right now. 3.15, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I, sh- I can do in 800. But 800 is a really tough race because mentally, it's going to start hurting, like, and you're still going to have 400 meters to go because if you go out fast in the 400 and then you continue fast, then you're just going to be worn down worn out for the whole race and that's kind of hard because 800 meters is not so like it's not a short distance Nah, i think if someone's pacing you you can break three easily just gotta go out hard there is no really pacing in that just gotta it's gonna feel like a sprint to be honest um at least the first lap that's why i went out two seconds faster than the second lap 
because uh, I knew I knew I'm gonna slow down, so uh, you know I wanted to save up time, kind of. <laughs> that sounds like a weird strategy because if you like imagine, you do the 200 in your like 200 meter pace, and then even if it's a 400 meter race, then you're not gonna have enough energy even to do your goal. So you're probably like need to think really hard on the pacing, you know. Because 800 is like a weird distance because you have a 400 and a 400 meter race itself is hard, really hard. No, I mean, there is pacing in the 800, obviously. Um, but, I mean, y you want to go out hard. You don't want to like kind of hold back, um, you know, when you actually watch watch like actual races and not time trials, everybody just sprints the first 200 to try to get in like the front. Um, so I mean there is pacing obviously, but it, it less than and basically any other distance, um, over eight hundred basically. Um. So. Yeah. Um. Wait. Did you want to say something? I'm sorry. I caught you. Okay. Um. When I did the four hundred, like in the track year last last time, last year last year, <laughs> in the track year last time, in the track. In the track season last year, when I did the 400 meter race, um, I got 122.3 or something. That was pretty good because I was only like one year. And now I, c I can barely do 130, maybe. Because now I stopped for four months. Wait. <laughs> um, let me finish. Um, and then in the race, there was someone that went like really fast. He probably did like 60 something. And even less probably. Um, but he was an eighth grader, and he was so fast. And then because of him, everybody tried to be faster. And then I turned out that in the first 150 meters, I was dying, and people were just passing me. And then I just sprinted all out, like to the f the f um, last 250 meters, and I came like fourth place out of like eight people. And it was good because I was sixth graders, and everybody were like eighth graders. I mean, I don't know, 122, uh, it seems kind of slow for you, to be honest. Um, even right now, you can break 120 easily. Like, it, you don't need to be in a good long-distance shape. Like, as long as you basically just run a little bit, do kind of speed training, which you've been doing, and a lot of strength training and, um, you know, mobility and stuff, that's what you need. Like, you need strong, explosive legs for the 400 you don't really need to be in a good shape like aerobically wise yeah i understand that but like so today my workout is like 400 by three and then 200 by four which i'm not even gonna sh I'm, I'm not even gonna show i'm not even sure i'm gonna do it because my legs are like hurting so bad like i'm gonna explain later why but they're just hurting so much that i'm not sure i'm gonna even get good times and but the thing is i don't know if you if you don't get good times on, like, speed workouts, will you able... Th is it even helping you? Like, yeah. What do you mean? Like, I mean, if you don't... Like, if you go... You go for a pace in speed workouts. And then if you don't get that pace, and you just beat yourself up even more, then I don't think it's even, hel like, helping you. So let's say... Well, that depends. Um, if you're doing a speed workout, it means you get a lot of rest, right? That's basically the definition of a speed workout. Um, short repetitions and a lot of rest. So you can go hard. Um, 
let's say you're doing I don't know eight by two hundred before like a week before your eight hundred race. Um, you want to go faster than your eight hundred pace since you get full rest basically. Um, and if you don't hit those goal times, so let's say I want to do thirty. 33 because my 800 pace is about 37 let's say I run 34 on the first two reps um, or average like 34 it's fine like nothing's gonna happen but you do want to feel that pace like you want to be able to run the paces also it's gonna help you mentally like know you're able to run those speeds and sometimes like you do want to hit the pa exactly the paces because um, if you want to do like I work out at 5k race pace um you know you want to know what that pace feels like yeah sometimes like a week not a week but like two weeks before a race you might do like a workout that's in the race pace or even a little bit faster to just get a feel on what you're gonna be expected to do in the race on the race day and but the thing is what I was like I was not talking about like 33, 34. I was talking about like if you have a bad day and your legs are feeling like trash. Um, and then you're just like, oh, the workout today is going to suck because my legs are feeling so bad like I'm feeling right now. And like my quads are just killing me and my 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 calves. I always I always switch quads with calves. My calves are killing me today. And like I barely even walked when I came back home, um, and it was just bad. So, I mean, if you're feeling like that, and then you go to the workout and you expect like one thirties on four hundreds, and then you get like one forty, like I mean those differences, like one forty, and you're hurting like really bad, like even one twenty pace. You understand? Like you're feeling like you're doing it. So, well, if your legs are feeling bad and just you don't think you can hit the paces just go for it you don't know what you can do some days just some days I just feel bad and I end up going faster than I wanted to um, you know just get through the warm-up um, finish the first rep and then see how we feel you can obviously cut the workout um, slow down if you need to um, you know if you're really feeling bad and you can just you know just cut the workout go home um, but you know, try your best, and if you have to slow down, just don't beat yourself up about that. Just you know, it's fine, as long as the effort is in there, and yeah, you just gave it your all, you know. Yeah, I kind of get that, but the thing is, I'm afraid that the workout is not gonna do any good. It's only gonna beat up my legs even more. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, you gotta beat up your legs sometimes, cause then, um, you know, that's how you get used to running fast. Yeah, actually, when I'm thinking about it, the thing is, legs you gotta like muscles, you gotta beat them up first, and then they will rebuild themselves to be stronger, right? Like that's the science behind it. Um, but, um, it's also really hot, and like that's also mental, and it's physically wearing you down, like at the start, you know. Bro, the heat is insane. <laughs> I have to stop like on easy runs like every mile or something <laughs> and just like go to the shade, take like a minute off, catch my breath. I'm like sweating, you know? <laughs> Literally, when it was like, was it like 100 degrees yesterday? Yeah. It was like, 
Yeah, yeah. It was a hundred. It was a hundred and something degrees yesterday. It was so hot. Wait, no, no. On Monday, not yesterday. Today yeah. is Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So it was so hot, and like two months. No, not two months ago. But like a month ago, when it was like okay hot, um, like a hot, but not as as Warm. hot as. No, no. It was hot, but not as hot as today. Yeah. Or yesterday or something. Yeah. Um, I would go on my easy runs. And we would have to stop, like, every 1K because it was just, uh, like, so hard. You know, your body wastes so much energy on, like, trying to cool your body down that it's true, cool your body off, right? Cool off. Cool down or cool off? I forgot. Cool down, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's just super exhausting. And, like, I think you're wasting more calories. Calories? <laughs> What's happening today? <laughs> I think you're wasting so many calories on just that that the run is just an extra, you know. I mean, you gotta understand that it's hot outside and it's gonna feel harder. And you know, like the first few runs in the summer, you know, <laughs> I got kind of scared. So I was like, I'm a mile in on my easy run. I'm running easy, but why does this feel like race pace? <laughs> like I'm dying on easy runs, and I'm like, why? Um. So you just you just got to understand that it's going to be harder. So you slow down and if you need to stop on easy runs, it's it's totally fine like if you need to cuz it it's I mean if you're going to go to like a cooler place now, um oh you can't hear that probably. Yeah, they probably can't hear it. There's just a police car that was passing by like wait, not a police car, an ambulance and a police car. Yeah. Um yeah, so it was really loud. I, I hope you couldn't hear that. Um, so, back to the heat. Also, I want to say that I play tennis every day for like five hours. Um, and the heat is just killing us. So we had a three-hour session this morning. It was fine. It was like 70 degrees at 9. And then it at 10, it was about 80-something degrees. Yeah. And then at 11... It was 90-something degrees. It was just so crazy. At 11, we were, like, dying because the heat progressed so fast. It was just crazy. Like, it probably the biggest difference in a short time I've ever seen. Yeah. We're going to go back to the tennis in a second, but I just want to say that three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do, like, a core workout in the morning, um, like a Zoom class thing. And it's at 7, so it ends at like 7.45. And then, you know, I, I'm like tired usually. Today was like a especially hard. Um, And I'm like tired after that. It's like about 8 o'clock after I finish and, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I don't want to run after that, but I know I have to. So I like force myself the second I finish out the door. Because I know that if I'm going to wait another hour till like 9, it's just going to be way too hot outside. And when I go out at eight, like at eight, it's it's like <laughs> already hot. <laughs> yeah, you know what happened? Um, so I waited, like not even that, but I waited um, with my easy run, like two and a half, like three kilometers, um, about two miles. Um, I waited the whole day. I just didn't want to do it, even if it's an easy run, because it was really hot and I wanted to run outside. So I just wanted to run in, on the treadmill because I have a treadmill at home for these days. Um, and for these days in the winter. And then 
we ordered pizza, not me, but like my family. And then when it's like time to eat, and I'm like, oh man, I really want to eat this pizza already. Should I run? And then like I got in an argument with my sister, not about that, but like just an argument. And I was feeling so down. I went to the treadmill and I was like, nah. I just went up and ate the pizza. And it was just a bad evening because I got in a real argument with my sister also yesterday. Yeah. That's funny because it's like two months ago I had a similar story. So I was like, I was like just starting an easy run with the treadmill. Um, it was like a mile in. <laughs> then, um, you know, my family ordered pizza too. <laughs> And they were like, okay, come eat. And I'm like, oh, just like, give me like, I don't know, 15 more minutes. You know, I, so I get, can get like three miles. Um, and they were like, no, we're not going to leave you anything. Like, come right now. So I just like speed up the treadmill. I go like 6.30 pace for the second mile. Just finish it as fast as I can. Just get two miles. I sprint upstairs. I'm still with like my shirt off and like <laughs> sweating. I just stuff as much beach as I can into my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not the same thing. Like, I just really didn't want to run because of the pizza, too. And, like, also, I got in an argument with my sister. I was feeling really down. So I just went, I went down to the treadmill, I put on my shoes, and I just didn't want to start it. So I just went up. Like, you know, there are days like that where you just, maybe if I would have started running, I would have even stopped. I don't know. I mean, we already talked about this. But there is a very simple solution to your uh, story, and it's running in the morning, to be honest. Like, if you just get it done in the morning, that that stuff is not going to happen. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Like, you're, I'm done with this. No, no freaking running anymore. To, for today, at least. I mean, unless you double. Oh, yeah, doubling is trash. No, no, no doubling is fun. Okay, okay, I'm saying, I'm saying I don't like doubling, but, but doubling, when I did double... It was really fun. I just don't like it. <laughs> it was fun, but I don't want to do it, you know? So up until last month, I still doubled like once a week, usually Fridays. Um, now I don't do it anymore because you can't really go out in the afternoon. And I don't feel like running on the treadmill, so I just get the whole my whole mileage done in the morning. But actually, doubling is really, like, it's really fun because you know you don't have to run a lot. It's usually like two to three miles for me which is pretty short yeah also if you double you're gonna do most of your most of your mileage in the morning and you're not gonna leave a lot to the afternoon you know because in the morning it's much easier to run well actually when i doubled on fridays i did like usually two miles in the morning to kind of warm up for a core session and then in the afternoon i did more i did like three or three and a half yeah that's because you probably took um like to get in perspective, the core session, you know. So, also, but if it's it's hot, really hot days, you cannot do that. You have to get in most of your mileage in the morning because then you're not gonna run a lot in the afternoon. It's just gonna be so hot. Yeah, and on my run today, I actually found something like very like interesting. So I, w- <laughs> I was <laughs> I was running. And there was, like, a section of, like, 200 meters, you know, it was all in the shade. So I felt fine. There was, like, a wind and stuff. Um, but then, like, the second I stepped into, like, the sun, my ar- like my heart rate just, like, 
like went up yeah went up immediately and it just started feeling like so much harder so every time i see like even a little bit of shade i just go to the other side of the road just to like be in the shade because just being in the sun is terrible yeah but you know interestingly um in the winter if it's like cold days and there's sun it's colder it's because of the low pressure and high pressure like um and if there's clouds in the cold day it's gonna be hotter did you know that no i did not know that <laughs> yeah fun fact everybody too who, who didn't know that um yeah so let's go back to the tennis it was actually a big um okay i forgot the word it doesn't matter let's go back to a big topic change up yeah so let's go back to the tennis um so yeah so i played tennis a lot like this summer like two weeks already like f- almost five hours a day and it's tough because of the heat and also you need to run a lot in tennis like i'm not gonna lie i'm running a lot in tennis we also do like warm-ups and stuff and like people who's who are bad at tennis they're not gonna run a lot because they're not gonna need to as much but like if you're trying then you're gonna need to run a lot like if you imagine you're in the like you always if you're versing a good player, you're going to be in the back of the court because they're going to hit powerful. But if they, like, hit it softly, you're going to have to sprint. It's, like, short distances, like, really short distances, like, like 10, 10 meters to the other side. And you just have to sprint it, but it's tiring. Like, if you do it a lot. It's also, last week, my I couldn't move my arm. When I came to brush my hair, my hair is really long, so I have to brush it. Um, uh, when I came to brush it, I couldn't move my, my, um, my shoulder. It was hurting so much because also my racket was really heavy, the switch one. Yeah, and also there is no shade on the court, so I can't imagine just being out there for three hours. Like, it doesn't even matter how much you run, just being out there for three hours on your, like, feet, you know, it must be hard. You know, I brought a liter bottle of water, and I finished it. It was so weird. Like, I've never finished so much water in, like, three hours because... We had to stop after um, every time we the, our basket of balls um, emptied, and then I just drank a lot because when you drink water after like 15 minutes in the in the like 90 plus degrees, it just feels so satisfying. The water tastes so good. And I just love water so much. Um, but actually, if you what I do is when I like play twice in a day. Like, three hours in the morning. I, actually, today was three hours, 30 minutes. Um, then I come in the afternoon when, when there is shade. Like, the last courts always have shades at, like, 6.30. But then at 7.30 or 8, it starts to get a little bit darker. Because it's, like, high, really tall trees. So even when it's not sunset yet, the trees are blocking the light. So the courts look darker than it is. Yeah, so I think you should really just run before um, you play tennis. Um, so you get the night to recover, then you can go run and then go to your tennis camp. And you're going to enjoy it more. And it's probably going to feel easier, to be honest, because you know you finished the run, so you don't have to run again. So you can kind of go h- harder, I guess. You can kind of go harder. <laughs> That's what you said. But, l- like, but the thing is, it started at 9 and it's I think it's too like stressful to like get the run in and then at nine already be like at the tennis courts, you know. Well when you think about it, 
um, when we have school, we have to get to school at 8.30. So. But I don't run when there is school, like before school. Well, I did. And if you go out at 6.30, you're going to be fine. You come back at like 7 and you got like two hours before you have to get to the court. So. But the thing is, it's I think it's too much work because I need my sleep and I need at least nine hours of sleep. Omar is sighing right now. It's like, oh my God, what is this dude talking about? I need at least nine hours of sleep. I'm a different person than you, okay? I don't need, I, I can't live with six hours of sleep. I'm sorry. Okay, I get at least seven and a half, usually eight. Um, and it's it, it's fine. You don't need nine. You don't need nine. You want nine. There's a difference. That's actually very not true. I'm sorry, but I checked it so many times. And kids do need like eight to ten hours of sleep. It's different from person to person. Yeah, so why do you tell me I don't need nine? I, I can't live with less than nine hours of sleep. I just wake up in the morning and I just feel bad the whole day because I can't, I'm not energized. I don't have... It's like my body didn't my my body didn't repair as as well, you know. Well, you can go to sleep at nine, wake up at six, or go to sleep at nine thirty, wake up at six thirty. You're gonna be fine. Uh, wait. So nine thirty <laughs> to six thirty. Quick math. Nine, nine hours. Oh yeah, but nine thirty is hard to go sleep. Well, that see that's why your ex- like excuses like end because you can go to sleep earlier. You just don't want to. Because I go to sleep at 11, and then I wake up at 8, which is like 9 hours of sleep. Sometimes 8, 10. Then I just, like, rush, and then go to the tennis courts. Well, if I know I have to wake up early, I just go to sleep at like 10.30. Yeah, I wish I would... I wish I was that person who, like, didn't need so much sleep like you. Like, I just need the 9 hours of sleep. But you, you, you can be fine with 7 hours, right? Even 6. Well, yeah, if it's one day, I can be fine with, like, seven. But then if, like, you know, it adds up. So if I get seven hours of sleep consistently for, like, a week, I'm going to be, like, really tired. Actually, on the time trial day uh, yesterday, I I think I got, like, six and a half hours because I woke up at, like, four, four a.m. And then I kind of went back to sleep for, like, 15 minutes, then woke up again. Um, I, I, yeah, I couldn't really go back to sleep. And I I came back, you know, I was like very energetic after the time trial and all that. And then two hours later, I, I took like a 15 minute nap. I was like so tired. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Also, sleep is really important. Yeah, it gives you a lot of energy and stuff. And I just need that nine hours of sleep. There is no arguing. I just need it. Because, like, okay, I can, I can... I'm going to try to go to sleep at 9.30 and wake up at 6.30, but that's already an effort, you know? An effort to go to sleep at 9.30, that's an effort. And an, an effort, it is to wake up at 6.30 and not snooze the watch or something. And then an effort to go out the door at 7.30 and start running, you know? 7.15 even, if I eat quickly. Because I, I also, thing is, I wake up so hungry. And then, you know that feeling when you start running when you're hungry? And your stomach is like jumping. You literally hear it and feel it. That's not the hunger. So what is it? So when I have that, it's usually if I drink a lot of water before. No, but that that's that's true. But it's also when I eat a lot before. But but one time, tw- actually three times, I went running and I didn't eat for five hours. And I just went. 
I didn't drink before, yeah? I didn't drink for like two hours before. And my stomach was just jumping and I could literally could hear like plop plop. <laughs> I literally could hear my my whole body, like my my stomach jumping basically. So like now in the summer when I have to run early and I usually come back home at like ten thirty. So that's four and a half hours without water or um or like food. And actually it's it's not even it's not that bad. Like I don't care about the food. The water I need after the run definitely. But I can I can go a couple of hours. Like I, I don't really have to eat before eleven. Um I usually my breakfast now is like eleven thirty and then lunch is like twelve thirty, so Yeah. Um but I just I wish I would have been like a person that's made for running like you you can you can like live with no sleep you can just not eat and run hungry and i'm just not it okay and i'm not fast too so like i don't eat or drink before my runs because even if i like eat like a bite of a banana i'm just not i'm just gonna feel bad well nobody does eat before a run or drink like no okay okay you said ivan but is it like, no, 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 how much do. time? I do? Yeah. No, because a banana takes to digest 40 minutes. Right. 40 minutes to fully digest a banana. Well, it takes me like two hours to digest a banana, see? It's but that's the thing. It's 30 minutes to 40 minutes for everybody. So, I, I've, I've eaten like a banana before I run before, and it was like an hour before. I went to the bathroom like four times. And it still felt bad, so, like, how are you going to explain that? I ate a banana before, and I ran before, um, and I went to the uh, the bathroom before, four times before. You said that so many times. But never mind, I'm not going to judge your language. Um, yeah, because I have so many stops. We both do, we're going to get better. Um, and, like, I said so much. Um, but, yeah, it probably is just, like... You know, I said it another time. I gotta get rid of that word. Um, it's probably just because you ate something bigger before that run. You know, like, did you listen to what I said right now? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I I was saying he just looked at the other side and he looked like he was dreaming or something. Um, I said it's probably a big, a big like food you like. If, food it takes more time to digest that you ate before the run and not the banana itself no i just can't put anything into my body three hours before a run just i don't know i just can't before races i i don't i I drink like three hours before and i eat like four hours before so on race day i usually wake up at like 4 30 i had the demarest 5k oh my god i ate that was my first 5k i was a rookie runner ate an hour before i ate two sandwiches with uh, strawberry jelly and butter and stuff. I don't know. I, oh my god, it was my mom. No, my mom is like, she's she's a great person, but she's just she just doesn't know about running. Like I love her so much, but she just doesn't give me good running advice because she's not a runner and she doesn't know anything about it. So don't take running advice from your mom. Do you take get running advice from your parents? No, I. That's the thing. They they tried in the beginning especially they tried to give me advice you know, um, but number one advice from from parents that their kids run, your knees are gonna are gonna break someday. 
Oh, I remember we had that debate after your parents told you that it's bad for your knees, then you tried to convince me it's bad for my knees. <laughs> yeah, show me what you did to your knees or something. Um, but yeah, like, I, I love my mom <laughs> and everything, but just running advice, not from her. My parents actually tried to give me running advice, but, um, you know, I just didn't take it. And, you know, all my running knowledge and what I'm doing is from... Well, my friends, my coach, and pretty much the internet. <laughs> yeah, um, the internet does help a lot. Like, it helps a ton. Like, everything, almost everything I actually know is from the internet or, like, YouTube videos, which is exactly the internet. Yeah, but that's the thing about taking, like, running advice from the internet. Every YouTuber or every s website is going to have something a little bit different. Um and different training approaches you gotta find a middle or like what fits you like you know you gotta like know to believe the internet like also there are sites that are actually trusted like more than other sites like you can't believe to any site you're seeing like it can be fake or it can be ads like is this protein bar good to eat before an a run and then an ad tells you oh it's great and it has so much nutrition but and then a trusted site tells you do not do that or something. You 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 will trust the trusted site. No, I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about like how to train and workouts and that kind of stuff. I just try everything, see what works, and stick with the stuff that works. Um, I mean, I have a little bit of every basically YouTuber or website. Just take a little bit of everything, mix them together, and that's how you get your running life. I guess. No, and also, you know the best what fits you, you know? Yeah. You can, like, choose the workouts that are still good. Then you searched up, like, good workouts from the internet. You, you try them. And if it fits you, then you're just going to do it, you know? Because you're going to put it, you're going to make your training plan and put the workouts that you love the most and get the most out of, you know? And I actually like to get creative with workouts. I like to make my own workouts. And by my own workouts, I don't mean doing something that's weird, like 7 times 320 meters or something. No, that's weird. But I like to make workouts that fit the like the environment and like where we live. So, like, for example, if there's like a 200 meter hill that's like kind of steep in the beginning, but then it gets steeper towards the end, well, maybe you can make something where you like go like 5k pace for the hun first 100 meters of, of the hill and then you go all out for the second part you know what i mean like yeah i understand like you fit it with the environment and with yourself mm -hmm. so yeah i think building your own training plan is the best but i just don't want to do it like when i when i first started i didn't build my own tra training plans because i didn't have a lot of experience i also don't do it right now because i just wanted to get into running and then I, kn I knew I don't have the discipline yet to, like, tell myself, go and run. Of course, I do, but I, I did, but I just didn't, uh, I just wanted to make sure I do, you know? So I started with the plan from Nike Running Club. I don't really like their plans, but I, I trust what they do. So they just made me do 200 meter repeats, which is really easy. So it just yeah. gets you to do workouts. And now I change it up. Like today was supposed to be seven by two hundred. I was like, no hell, I'm not doing it that, because it's always like four by two hundred, seven by two hundred, six yeah. by two hundred. It's crazy. Like why not a little bit like mess it up? So I did. So I'm 
I'm trying to do the workout three by four hundred and four by two hundred. You know, a little bit harder, and a little bit, um, uh, how do you say it? Um, diverse. I mean, I've never really trained with a training plan. I'm more like spontaneous. Like I kind of make up the week as I go. Um, usually, I don't even know what I'm doing the next day. Um, be that's because like I've um, practice workouts with like my team and now just my friend uh, twice a week and then I usually don't know what I'm doing uh, until the day before so you know I mean I think it's better actually because let's see you you have like a really hard workout you're just gonna think about that for the whole week before like the, like the workout and I just know about that sometimes on the day like sometimes even after the warm-up so you don't have time to like get into your own head yeah, I don't really like when a coach is telling me what to do because it's like, who are you to tell me what to do? But if you trust your coach, then it's fine. If you like have a coach that is like your friend, you know, like friend coach that really understands and you trust him, then do whatever. But I don't really like it because, I don't know, he can do something that's really hard and or like really easy. And I don't know, he doesn't know really what you feel because it's it's only the limit that you can tell him, you know? You can tell him, like, I feel bad or something. But he doesn't really know, like, do you have... You can't tell him everything, you know? Actually, you can. How? Well, you, you just gotta be open with him. Like, if, if, if you want to change the workout... <laughs> Don't be open too much with your coach, please. That was weird. I'm just gonna ignore that. Um, <laughs> no, but if you, if you need to change the workout, just tell him you need to change the workout. It's not even that hard. No, I mean, like, when I said don't be open too much, because sometimes you feel, th like, weird things when you run. I don't know. Or you even think weird things. So, I don't know, and again, I'm going to ignore that. Um, <laughs> no, but I think, yeah, I think you're saying that because you haven't had a lot of experience with uh, coaches. I mean, to be honest, the only team you've ever been on is the track team, and that's not really coaches you want to trust. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're like history teachers. And the other one is not even a teacher. Like, Miss Whitney? Okay, okay, let's... Okay. Um, no, but I think you, you should trust your coach, and you got to find a coach that you trust, because if you don't trust your coach, it's not a good coach. Sometimes you got to learn how to trust your coach. Um, and, you know, sometimes I kind of like there's a workout and I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, let's do something else. But then I tell myself, no, like, no, like we need to do this. Um, he knows more than I do, you know? Yeah, but also Jason, I would love for him to be my coach. I just don't, I don't think I fit in the group yet when I get better a little bit. Well, you don't have to do the same workouts as us. Like, I, sometimes Ivan does different workouts than me. And, like, we're not on the same levels, but you can just be there and do a different workout and then warm up and cool down with us you know yeah i understand that but like last time i did my own training plan it was a great i think so okay we're gonna move to into some questions that we made for each other um and we're gonna answer them like for real All right. so omar the first question is for me to you okay. <laughs> um oh my god there's a big bug oh, <laughs> i got scared <laughs> for a second <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> There's a huge bug like flying around right, us. It's fine. still flying around us. Right, right. 
Okay, yeah, okay. Okay, Omar, Alpha Flight or Next Percent? I know you tried both, so I'm gonna we're gonna listen to your opinion about both. So I've been running in the Next Percent for my workouts for the past couple of weeks. I did my time trial in them, and the Alpha Flies. I kind of tried them on, did a few strides with them, and uh, it's 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 a hard question because that depends what you're doing. I think for the road, I go with the Alpha Flies for anything over a 5k. Um, just more cushion. There, the what? I don't think there's more cushion. It's exactly the same same amount. Yeah, it's the same amount, but there's like the the uh, the Zoom AirPods or whatever they're called, and they f- they feel like a bigger shoe. They're heavier for sure. Um, but I think for the road they fit better. Um, they're a little, like bouncier. There's less impact, which is great for road, especially long long distances. But if you if you're running on the track or like one mile road races or five k's, I definitely go with the next percents. I like them better, um, just because I don't know they just feel more comfortable. They, they like the Alpha Fly is just like unstable. They feel big. You can you you feel them on your like feet the whole run, which is kind of annoying. Um, and the next percents, you know, they're just they're they're the same thing as the Alpha Fly is just a lot more comfortable to be honest. Yeah. Also, to be honest. I feel all my shoes on my feet. Like, I don't have the greatest running shoes. I have the Legend React, the Shield version, which is, like, really comfortable. But I just, I had a 4, um, size 4. I know my leg is small. Um, and then I, now it doesn't fit me anymore. And now I do my size 5. But I'm a bit of 4.5. And, and my size 5 is a little bit too big for me. But what's weird is my Pegasus 35 size 5 is fits me fits me perfectly. Which is kind of weird, because my Pegasus, I do it for all the tempo and stuff, which is also the track workouts, which I know it's not made for, it's regular, easy run trainers, but I don't have a better um, running shoe to do, to, to do the workouts on. I only have two running shoes, the Legend React and the Pegasus, and the Legend React just kind of scrubs, scrubs my, my heel, but if I would do all my um, runs on Pegasus, I would wear them out in like a second because they already have about 100 miles on them from just the workouts and the tempos. And I did some easy ones with them too. I have like 300 miles um, in my turbos. And the React foam and what is it? The Zoom foam? Yeah. yeah. It's like two different foams in the in the shoe. Wait, do you mean the Pegasus 35 or the se- those, what, 37? No, the turbos. My shoes. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought I thought you said Pegasus, and I didn't hear the turbos. So the turbos have the the React and the Zoom X. So yeah, the Pegasus, the 37, have the React fully. Well, uh, and also the Zoom Air. But it's kind of weird because they switch literally the Cushion, which is like the base of Pegasus. It's kinda so weird. But I don't really like the Cushion because it really you feel the ground. I hate the feeling. Well, so the React and the Zoom X are starting to like rip apart, especially in like my right shoe. You know, you can actually just pull them apart at this point. So I'm I'm probably gonna order new shoes uh, soon. Probably the next percent actually. Yeah, you're making a lot of money right from the private lesson on guitar. Yeah. Okay, let's jump into the next question you made for me. Alright. Um. So my question is. 
if you could do any sport besides running, what would you do? I think I know the answer, but can I explain? Okay, so yeah, I would, I would choose. Uh, wait, what? Okay, ping pong. If you, if oh you would God. say, if you would say, wait, wait, I would, I would. Last year, last year, la- um, not last year, actually, yeah, last year. But now I would choose tennis, like really tennis, because I, I think I'm really good at it for like the time I play. And I'm just going to get better. And I think tennis is also really fun, just like ping pong, because same satisfaction when you hit the ball over the net. But ping pong is just smaller and you run less, and just ping pong doesn't fit me as much. And I'm good at ping pong and everything. I went to a tournament and placed fourth, and I did some some training and stuff. But <laughs> training, I'm sorry, Omar. I'm sorry I'm putting running terms into it. But, yeah, so I did some, like... Sessions and say, why am I saying running terms? But okay, so I did some lessons, okay, with a group, <laughs> and I found them pretty good at ping pong. But then tennis is just probably my other sports that I would my other sp- my other sport that I would focus on other than running. And I really really love it, and I'm think I think I'm okay at it. I want to start roasting uh, ping pong, but I'm not going to. All right, <laughs> um, if. <laughs> I know. I would roast ping pong. I, I just did it for fun. You know, I didn't actually care. I only went to one tournament, and that was just too fun. Okay. If I could do any other sport, that would probably be soccer. I think. I mean, I think cycling would be fun um, if I actually like trained. But um, if if it's not an endurance sport, definitely soccer. It's just a lot of running. <laughs> yeah. I would actually say su- swimming I like, but I just don't like competition swimming. And I also don't like to swim a lot because, like, I swim a lot when I wanted to, but it's just most days I don't feel like swimming, you know? My mom, a different person, she always loves to swim. And, like, she would, any opportunity she would have to swim is probably her favorite sport, you know? She loves it so much. Nah, swimming is too easy. It's more like a, I don't know. Not true at all. Like, did you ever try to swim 500 meters straight? Like, I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but try to one, like, one time do a mile straight with no stopping. Like, minimal stopping, you know? No, I didn't say it's it's easy, but it's easier than running. Yes, you did. Okay, it's it's easier than running. I didn't mean it like that. Um, I mean, the Ironman swim is 2.4 miles. And it's a marathon run, so that that's like times ten basically for for the distance. So one mile swim compares to a ten mile run. What would you rather do? One mile swim, yeah, probably swim. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, also the marathon comes last, which is like the last mental break you know you have, and the swim is like the, it's the easy yeah, it, it's usually the easy part of the triathlon, but. Yeah, we're n- let's let's get off let's get off the swimming topic. Okay, so next question for you: favorite type of running? When I win by saying that, is I mean, surface like, um, like hills. Nah, that's not a surface. But I mean like I mean like healy healy. That's what I meant. Like tr- no, 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 no. Like okay, surface, um, trail, uh, grass. I would say road, and 
and track. Yes, I forgot. All right, so uh, I'm gonna change your question a little bit. I didn't finish. Just answer this question. It has like three parts or two parts. Okay, favorite surface would probably be road. Track is boring, um, unless you're doing workouts and stuff. Um, grass is. I just don't like grass. People really like grass. I don't like it. I love grass. I don't like it. And trail, I barely get around on trails. I mean, they're fun, but, you know, it's kind of risky. And I don't have any trail shoes, so I can't really do, like, hard trails. Yeah, you can also really fall, like, really hard on trails. Yeah. And I love grass because when my knees are hurting, I just go on all, all the way on the grass because we have a grass. We have a sidewalk, like, tiny, and then grass all along it. So I always have the option to run on the grass, which really helps my knees. There is so much shock absorption on the grass. It's so much better than any cushion you have on any shoes. Like, it doesn't ha- it doesn't give it back, and that's the problem with grass. Road kind of gives back the energy because it allows the shoes to do what it's made for. But on grass, no no shock, re- like, no return of energy. Yeah, and I hate that. Okay, what's the second part of the question? So, second part of the question is, like, long run, tempor- uh, tempo run, easy... Um, track session or heel repeats. Two letters, easy. Easy. Okay. Um, why is that? Because it's easy. Uh, no, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, and then third one, I forgot. Wow. Um, type. Uh, oh yeah. Cold, like really cold, or hot? Not really hot. Cold. Why? Well, because when it's hot outside, you can take as many clothes off as you want. You're still going to feel hot. When it's cold, to be honest, I just um, put on some tights, sweatshirt, um, gloves and a hat, and I'm fine. I just need to warm up. I'm I'm good running in the cold. You know, I don't care. When I run in the cold, it looks like an... It feels like a never-ending trap. Like I'm trapped in a box, in an ice box. And it's just, it's just, t- I hate running in the cold. That's why winter is like unmotivating to run. It's like unpleasant. Also, it's I'm I'm, one, I'm not saying it's pleasant to run in the summer, but when you see that everything is like, like green and stuff, you really have the motivation to go out the door, even not out the door, but to the treadmill and do something, you know. Well, that's different, but yeah, I'd rather run in the cold. Okay, what's the... I meant, I meant, like, not even cold at heart. Like, it's also summer or winter, you know? Of course, summer. I would say that. I mean, (laughs) I would say fall, but if it's between them, probably winter, actually. Why? Winter, you need to go, come back from school, and you have only, like, 30 minutes to run. First of all, running in the dark is so fun. Not alone. Alone is it's kind of scary, and I wouldn't go running in the dark alone. But if you have like a friend, you, you know, I don't know the headlights. It's a good vibe. I like it. Okay, so yeah, I would say summer for definitely because of the green and the pleasant like views. Um, yeah, you also have more motivation, in my opinion, to run in the summer. Uh, okay, so. That's it for the podcast. We hope you enjoyed. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye, everyone. I hope that was a good ending. And...
Yeah, we're getting better, I think. Just cut it. Okay, we don't know how to cut the podcast, so we'll just cut it here. Bye-bye. Okay, you didn't press it. Okay, bye, everyone. Have a good uh, whatever, and we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>